You're listening to Connect on blogtalkradio.com. Catch us on the web at umconnect.info. Welcome to this episode of Connect. I'm Michael Rich, uh, the Director of Communications for the Western North Carolina Conference. And today's show, we're going to be talking with Luke Edwards, and we're going to be talking fresh expressions. Uh, Luke is a pastor at King Street Church in Boone and has got a great story to tell. So, Luke, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you online today. Uh, This is a recorded call, and uh, we're doing it by phone. So let's just jump right in. King Street Church would be considered a fresh expression of the, the, the church. Tell us what a fresh expression is. Yeah, so fresh expressions um, are contextual churches formed among those uh, folks in our communities that aren't already a member of a church. Um, it's a, a movement that was birthed in uh, the UK in 2004 and has taken root here in the United States the past five years. Um, And so we've got these small contextual churches that are uh, taking shape all in all kinds of different places uh, throughout our communities in um, affinity groups. So uh, groups of of folks that share um, kind of things in common, whether that be sports or uh, a place that they gather. Um, We've got fresh expressions that take shape in, uh, different third places in our communities, um, so the places where people are spending their time away from work and family, and um, it's. But the the thing that kind of holds them in common is that it's a a, a church, uh, but a church that meets and gathers in the context of of the community, and it's a church that's really focused on those that aren't already connected to a church. Okay. Um, people can go back and listen to the first show I did with you, and it was very popular talking about King Street Church. And, you know, just briefly, tell us um, the history of King Street Church. Oh, well, King Street Church, we've been uh, officially around for about three years now, um, and it emerged out of a conversation with uh, my senior pastor, Jason Biasi. Um He's uh, since been moved and now our senior pastor is David Hockett. But yeah, at Boone United Methodist Church, we used to be on King Street about 17 years ago and moved a couple miles outside of town um, to build a bigger facility. And uh, so Jason um, wanted us to focus on maybe starting a campus on King Street. And what took shape was this uh, pretty small kind of organic gathering of folks who are interested in faith and spirituality, um, but weren't connected to the church um, and weren't particularly interested in being connected to uh, a traditional form of church. Um, And so from that little group of about five to six uh, folks, we've now become uh, four gatherings, uh, four fresh expressions. uh, So we're a network of fresh expressions now. Um, And it's all different uh, people who haven't felt connected to traditional forms of church, but wanted to be a part of Christian community, wanted to be, um, wanted a space to be supported, a space to uh, explore faith, explore um, what Christianity is and who Jesus is and uh, and what we can learn from scripture. So it's uh, now we've got a gathering 
Sunday night at a bar on King Street. Um, we have a gathering Monday night at the uh, homeless shelter in town. Um, we're going to uh, the county jail on Wednesdays and then have uh, churches forming in the men's pods at the county jail and uh, starting to form relationships at a group home um, in the area with uh, at-risk children um, at this children's home. And we're also uh, just getting ready to have our first gathering of something called Messy Church, which is a fresh mm. expression uh, geared towards uh, parents and their children um, that has a focus on uh, learning about faith and spirituality through crafts and eating together. So, Very cool. So that gives us a good background, and people can go back and listen to the first show. A lot has happened since the first time we did this show. Um, so I heard you speak uh, last weekend, and uh, you were talking about that 40 to 60% factor. 40% of folks won't even walk into um, a traditional church. Uh, another 20% possibly uh, uh, would only come if they were invited and drug along by somebody. So what is the importance uh, for that fresh expressions for that 40 to 60%? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, what we found in the American church is that uh, when we start new uh, churches, we're planting churches that are kind of in the traditional uh, model of church that even when we make them really cool, when we make the music great, when we make uh, the coffee amazing, that we're still having trouble reaching folks that aren't already connected to a church. And so uh, different folks have done research on this. Um, the numbers that you mentioned, I think, are some Barna numbers. Um, Alan Hirsch also has done research on this. And so what they've found is that there is a percentage of the American population, about 40 percent, um, that are just never going to come to a traditional form of church, no matter how great it is, no matter how nice their neighbor is that invites them to it, um, that that, uh, that way that, that, that the church is gathering in that traditional form is uh, preventing them from coming. Um, and so... What's interesting is that the American church, particularly uh, in church planting, almost all aim at that same uh, percentage of people that um, is actually shrinking, you know, and so we've mm -hmm. focused our resources, we've focused our energies on a population, a percentage of the population that's shrinking. Then that percentage that we focused on is the, the folks that would come to a church. Um, and so we haven't really spent much of our resources, our time, our um, our planting efforts geared towards the people that wouldn't come into the church, um, mm. into a traditional form of church. And so Fresh Expressions is, uh, I think, the most prominent of the mainline church's uh, efforts at this percentage that won't come into the church. And so Fresh Expressions has said, well, we've, planted traditional churches in the past, um, they're, become, they're less and less effective at reaching um, new people. And so what would it look like to plant churches in the context of communities, in the uh, places where people are already gathering, 
um, in the language and in the cultures of which people are already a part of, what would it look like to, to have church there? Um, so kind of pushing back on the attractional model of if we build it, they will come, and really moving into an, an incarnational church that says, let's see what uh, what Christ is already doing in our community, and let's see how we can join Christ, and let's see uh, what church can look like in the places um, that Christ is already at. Very cool. So um, maybe you can give us, you know, one or two, you know, brief stories of people who had never set foot at Boone United Methodist, um, but yet are showing up at um, at King Street Church. Who are some of those folks? Well, so we've got uh, um, types of folks that we've encountered re- fairly regularly. So one, I think King Street Church is. Um, reaching some of the the D church folks um, in the South, it's hard to find someone without an experience with the church at some point in their life. Um, Often, but, negative. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got some of the folks um, that fit that description. One was um, a young man who uh, was in a, a part of actually Boone United Methodist growing up, um, but faced some financial troubles and ended up. Um, uh, being incarcerated, um, convicted, incarcerated uh, for a, a kind of white collar crime, and um, when he was re- when he was incarcerated, his faith really changed a lot. Um, and when he was released, the church one wasn't a uh, really a place where he could relate anymore, but two, church felt like a place where people were going to judge him because of his past, um, because of being incarcerated. And so he just totally kind of fell off um, the, of going to church, being connected with a church until uh, his dad mentioned to him um, King street church. And then when mm-hmm. he came into our, our community at the bar, uh, this was something that uh, really helped his faith come alive. He was able to talk about things. He was able to have people, uh, welcome him, have people support him, um, people to, to talk to when things were hard. Um, and so that, that, that I think is one of, uh, one of the stories. Another one is a, a, a person who has never really had a connection with church. Um, they were actually baptized as an infant. Um, but after that, never really went to church, uh, parents didn't take them to church. Um, just kind of totally fell away from the church, but started having spiritual experiences, particularly when uh, they were out in nature or going on hikes um, and started praying to a God that uh, they didn't really know who that God was, but had a sense that it was one God and had a sense that, uh, that this God was listening to them and, and cared about them. Um, and they started coming to King Street Church. They were invited by someone they worked for, and they came and uh, started encountering the God of Scripture, started encountering Jesus. Um, and this person is a, a wrestler. Uh, hmm. uh, and so it's someone who, um, when they tried going to a traditional form of church, it was 
really difficult. You know, everyone kind of already knew their answers. They didn't want to talk about it. They didn't have any room for questions. Uh, but King Street Church has been a place for this person to wrestle. Um, mm. And and so from the beginning, uh, one of the things they wrestled with was why do I have to believe in Jesus um, as more than a just a, a wise teacher? You know, why does uh, like I believe in God, but why do I need to believe in Jesus too? Um, mm. And so this person's been really wrestling with with Jesus, and uh, and recently uh, we we've seen this person really kind of grow in um, understanding and um, and wanting to to uh, perhaps put some more uh, faith in Jesus. So I think. The, those are kind of two prime examples, one of someone who's been disconnected and reconnected, and then two of someone who just really needs time and space and uh, people to listen to them, people to uh, answer hard questions, uh, talk through challenges, um, and just experience that loving community throughout the whole process. I mean, it's really moving forward in discipleship. So, Very cool. Well, why don't we take a break now, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about an opportunity for churches and persons across Western North Carolina uh, to get involved. So hear now a word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Jane Boatwright-Wood, conference lay leader, and with 30 exceptional folks representing 1,100 local churches and almost 300,000 lay members, I serve on the Board of Laity, where we encourage and equip laity in their understanding and appreciation of their role in the church. The laity are Christ's church in the community and the world. The laity are the primary way new folks get to know Christ in the United Methodist Church. And that's how we fulfill the mission, to make disciples of Jesus Christ and transform the world. The United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina is a ministry of the church for the church, whose mission is to build a church for generations to come. We fulfill this vision by investing in people, as well as helping churches and related institutions invest the financial resources that God has given to them. My name is David Snipes, and we look forward to the day when you give your United Methodist Foundation a call. And you can find out more about the United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina by going to our show's website, which is umconnect.info. And so we're back with Luke Edwards, and we've been talking fresh expressions. And coming up, there is a Fresh Expressions Vision Day. So, Luke, tell us all about it. When, where, what, how? Yeah. Um, Fresh Expressions Vision Day is really cool. Um, I've been a part of several of them um, throughout the southeast. It's a, uh, from 9 to 3.30 on May 6th at First United Methodist in Salisbury. Um, and there, it's going to be $15 for all Western North Carolina, United Methodist, lay clergy, uh, whoever you want to bring from your church. But at Vision Day, you have a very interactive um, day to learn about fresh expressions, to dig deeper into why fresh expressions are important. Um, some of the things that me and you talked about, the, the changing scope of, of society the um, and how the church um, can respond and, and um, how the church can continue to engage in its community, can continue to reach out to folks outside of the church. Um, you'll learn about how uh, to start Fresh Expressions. You'll learn about the various roles involved in uh, a Fresh Expression succeeding. Um, and 
I think it's something that really anyone who's interested uh, in moving beyond the walls of the church um, should should try and be there. Uh, that whether it's a, a layperson or a pastor or um, a team of folks from your church, it could be the evangelism committee or the missions committee or um, whoever uh, you think would really uh, benefit from just a little uh, training, a little uh, inspiration, and um, perhaps a new model to explore to take your church's outreach to the next level. Um, it's going to be really great. You get to see a lot of examples of fresh expressions that are taking shape throughout the U.S. You'll hear from uh, a the, the two trainers involved, one, Travis Collins. He's written about fresh expressions here in the U.S., he, so he's uh, been a senior pastor of a large Baptist church that's uh, um, doing fresh expressions in addition to traditional church. And you also hear from Michael Beck, who's a pastor in Florida, who uh, has a, a smaller church, or a church of about uh, two to 300, um, but they're also participating in a bunch of fresh expressions. Uh, one of his newest fresh expressions is meeting in a dog park. Uh, so you're going to hear about some of that work um, from them from firsthand. Also, you'll see lots of great videos of fresh expressions um, and have some interactive time to dream, to uh, talk through everything. So it's, um, like I said, May 6th from 9 to 3.30, you can uh, register for it on the conference website. Um, and uh, Or you can find it through uh, freshexpressionsus.org. Um, and their event page, so uh, it's going to be it's going to be a really great time, um, and I will be there too. So I'm ex- I'm excited about it. Well, excellent. So um, tell me some of the possibilities for um, planting a fresh expression in a community. Uh, you know, just go over some of the wild ideas that I've heard you talk about before. What are some other uh, churches doing to plant these fresh expressions? So you yeah. mentioned dog. So park. what? Yep. Yeah, dog park's a, a cool one. Um, so I think one of the most exciting places right now that's that's really embraced fresh expressions is the Kentucky Conference, the United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recently uh, read something coming from their um, director of church planting uh, about that movement. And so they've got some really cool things happening there with fresh expressions. They've got. Uh, dinner churches taking shape, which is a, a, a movement within Fresh Expressions that started out in Seattle, where you have this kind of big old meal um, like the early church did and um, and have conversation over the meal and after the meal, um, communion, uh, really beautiful form of church. Um, they also are having uh, a great deal of success with rural youth. Um, hmm. So there's a, a small church um, called Upton uh, United Methodist, and they are uh, have almost 100 kids every Thursday night come into their Fresh Expression, and they baptized 30 youth last year, which I think is just oh, incredible. Wow. Um, and we're not talking like a mega church. We're talking about a, a small rural church. Um, we also uh, – they're also seeing uh, Fresh Expressions take shape in prisons. Um, and that's one of our fresh expressions at King Street Church is at the county jail. Um, but they're seeing that also. They're seeing uh, fresh expressions emerge within the recovery community. Um, so some celebrate recovery groups that are becoming churches. 
they're seeing sports leagues and outdoors groups, campsites, uh, kayakers. We have uh, our kayak church here in Western North Carolina mm. uh, with Wainer. Um, uh, they've also seen fresh expressions taking shape in nursing homes and retirement communities, uh, which I think is really important. Uh, there's uh, fresh expressions taking shape in refugee groups, uh, among migrant workers. Um, what's really incredible about all these is that they're tethered to larger congregations. To uh, So the, what's beautiful about this fresh expressions model is that it's not starting new forms of church in spite of traditional churches, uh, but it's starting new forms of church alongside traditional churches. So when we start a fresh expression, we're starting it uh, separate from our traditional church, but it's tethered to the larger church. And so um, Boone UMC uh, has sent King Street Church out to, to start these new forms of church, but we're not on our own. We have the support of uh, Boone UMC. We have the, the leadership. We have the resources. And, so I think what's really exciting about these uh, possibilities, these uh, these new ways of planting fresh expressions, uh, what's really exciting about that is that they're still connected to our traditional forms of church and providing our traditional forms of church opportunities um, to really participate in the mission of God. Yeah, I think that is a, a cool thing. And, and uh um, basically, any church with a, a little bit of size, a little bit of ingenuity, can actually start a fresh expression. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not something that you need uh, uh, $10,000 and 100 liters for. It's, they're really inexpensive and just require a couple of uh, liters. So. Very cool. Well, we're going to wrap this up. So let's remind everybody... How do they learn more about the Vision Day coming up? Who do they contact in our conference if they want to know more about this? Yeah, so I, I would love to talk to anyone who's interested in fresh expressions in our conference. You could also talk to our director of vital discipleship, John Boggs, um, or talk to your uh, CVS, your church vitality strategist. Every district has one. Um, come, come to the Vision Day on May 6th. Uh, and I think we're going to have another one in late September in uh, the western part of the conference. Um, the, like I said, the Vision Days information is on the conference website. Um, it's also on freshexpressionsus.org. Um, if you're wanting to learn a little bit more about Fresh Expressions, you can uh, go to freshexpressionsus.org um, and read some from the blog or from the launch site, uh, launch page. Uh, I've got an ebook that's on uh, freshexpressionsus.org slash how to start. Um, and I also have uh, all the articles that I've written compiled uh, at lukesedwards.com. So lukesedwards.com is my blog. So. Okay. Well, we'll make sure this information gets out there. And thanks so much for being on the show, Luke. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, likewise. And so we'll be back next week. Connecting United Methodists and their stories. Thanks to our sponsors, the Western North Carolina Conference and the United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina. Find out more about them at our show's website, umconnect.info. You've been listening to Connect.